Welcome to Creative Space Podcast. You're here with two avid students of life sharing information, insights, and knowledge on anything they can share their light on. 100%. And we're just here sharing that knowledge and through our own studies and our own experiences, just knowing that you're not alone in this whole human experience. And hopefully, you can take it and share it and take it from there. Enjoy the show, guys. Welcome back to Creating Space. You're here with Nixon. And you're here with Charlie. Charlie, how are you, brother? I am actually, no, I'm, I'm very sore. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's right. Yes, I'm actually very, like, very sore in the weirdest place possible. Yeah. My butt cheeks. We should just leave it there. What? Uh, leave, leave it there. Nah, nah, My butt cheeks, and then that's it. No, no, you leave a lot of more open jokes for that way. <laughs> okay. The after party after City to Surf on yeah. Oxford Street. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So City to Surf, man. Yeah, no, that was good. Um. Bro, honestly, I did not think it was going to be as hard as it was. Like, yep. in my head, I don't know why. I just thought it would be a lot cruisier. I'm like, I thought the only challenge would have been just the distance. Mm. And they say, oh, the hills. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just didn't put two and two together. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I was like, F me. Like, this yeah. is that heartbreak hill that everyone's talking about. Yep. Like, everyone goes, oh, yeah, heartbreak hill. Everyone knows about heartbreak hill and they haven't even done Sydney. Yeah, so. me, I know. I know it. Anyways, so it's just it's at the part when you just go past Rose Bay. And then you're going up to Vaucluse. Yeah. That hill did not finish. I swear, I got to the point where I'm like, oh, sweet. It's a little break. And then I go around the corner. I'm like, piss off. There's still more. And I think it even got to a steeper incline. Yeah. But the whole way going all the way to Bondi is up and down. Yeah. Like, think about it. You go from Hard Park, you go down to King's Cross. And then you go up, run up King's Cross, through the tunnel, back down, go up Double Bay. Yeah. Back down. And then you're at Rose Bay. And then yeah. you're climbing back up. And so, like, bro, the next day I was I did a lot of conditioning stuff. Once I got home, I was like massaging my legs, massaging my knees, massaging my ankles, and then um, I didn't massage my glutes clearly because I am thrashed, bro. Like yeah. honestly, like, but I feel like I got nice little perky cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> a little, I got little run peaches. If you squeeze them together, they look like tight little lips. So visual. Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone envisioned that. And I did run with my budgies. Uh, get your pet. Don't take your pet. Why are you taking your pet? No, you I'm, trying, I'm trying to show you the back results. But I'm telling you awesome. what. Anyway, anyone wants to freaking work on their lower body or lower part of their butt cheeks, go do some hills. Yeah, you ain't go skip, do some hills run. Hill runs. You ain't skipping leg down and sitting to the surf, are you, mate? No, not at all. I actually haven't. I'm not training legs at all this week, but that's how yeah. sorry I am. Yeah, no, but it was good fun. It was actually, it's, oh man, something about running with a whole bunch of people. Anyone who hasn't done competitive running. Yeah. Like, even if you're not going to win, it's just so nice. I just like being in the group at the same, <laughs> at the same time too. It keeps me motivated because when I go past someone, yeah. I feel that a little bit faster. It makes me want to take the next person, yeah, take yeah, the next yeah, person. Yeah. And I turn it back. I'm like, you are slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was good fun. Um, and it's very impressive. There's a lot of people there, like too, like these old, older gentlemen, older yeah. ladies, just killing it, running yeah. through. And that's remember I said, like, I want to live a long life, man. I want to be doing this stuff till I'm freaking as old as them. Yeah, yeah, yeah but more, more beautiful. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I get but it. um, yeah. By the time you get to the finish, and then I was like, how the hell am I? Like, I didn't think about it. I'm like, how the hell am I getting back to my car? Yeah, I parked it at Hard Park, <laughs> and I was just all like, <laughs> "Did you think oh, I didn't think this way?" I'm like, "No." I was like, "I'm gonna Uber." Like I didn't Uber. The Ubers were ridiculous on that day. Yeah, I uh, know. But then having public transport, bus 
train station straight to the city again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, man, I, like body's feeling good. I'm feeling good physically, which is kind of good. And I'm still like, I'm still living off the high of like all my learning, especially into the new profession of like going to sports um, rehab work and all that type of stuff. So I'm like really loving understanding movement again. So yeah. I think where I am mentally with all that, I'm very excited and I'm very passionate, which is giving me a lot of like, when you're excited for something, you sort of like, you're never really feeling tired towards yeah. anything like that. You're not feeling like that. As long as I'm motivated, I'm actually very energetic. So it's physically yeah. sore, mentally yeah. good. And how have you been? I've been good. I, um, well, I had COVID again. <laughs> yeah. I swear you have a billboard on your back and like hit me with sickness. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I have a feeling that that's it for the, like, that's it for this, this Surely. season. Surely it has to wrap I have up. a feeling. I have a feeling. Um, Unless it's a summer one. Sunburn. You get severe sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, um, I had COVID, but it wasn't as bad as the first time. First time was like scary. Um, the only thing that was, well, that I struggled with is, I was in ISO with my son, <laughs> who's 18 months old. Full of energy. Full of energy. And anyone that has kids, they've probably actually gone through this, but, you know, they start to get, this might be, should be showing my age, but there's a point, like maybe day four, is like someone fed the gremlins. And he's just just doing really rare, random stuff, and just doesn't stop. And you are the jump, you like you are the, like just he climbs all over me. And um, I think that's it because you, when you're in isolation, you're like you're like, like getting stir crazy yourself with this, and then you have this like, eighteen month old that's like poking and prodding you and stuff like that, and it's like feed me. And they would be yeah, look and, at me. and I'm like, uh, but after a while, I snapped out of it because me and him had a, like a really cool time where we just bonded, like we were, yeah, we just played, just played a lot, so it was good. Um, but like we spent so much time with him, I did notice that afterwards he had troubles not being in my, not mm. being around me. So no, it was cool. It was cool, like as as far as COVID goes, <laughs> there were some positives. Uh, other than that, I've been, yeah, a few things, shifts in, in work and excited for new roles coming up. Um, yeah, a bit of, bit of a bit of more discovery with that. Seems like isolation does that for you as well, just kind of you get time to reflect. <laughs> oh, I've been doing a lot of reflecting. Yeah, yeah. So um, now to the point where I'm like just over reflection. I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, cool. Let's just live life. You know, yeah, into action mode. Yeah, because you can over reflect. Like I'm like, yeah, cool. I've thought about it. Let's just do it. Yeah, because you get lost in it. Like, you get lost in the thrill of understanding yourself. And you're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You get lost in the loop. I'm like, yeah, and cool. You, and you get to a point where you feel like you have to reflect on everything. I was like, oh, wait, just chill out and just enjoy the moment. Just, and that's are, what, are you happy? Yeah. Yeah, you're smiling? Yeah. All right, cool. That's, that's all. Isn't that what we're trying to achieve? Yeah. I'm like, just enjoy it. And that's, what, that's where I'm at now is like just because that's, that's one thing 
I think anyone that is on the personal development and kind of dives deep into their own stuff can can probably uh, resonate with this. Is you just get so caught up in your own head, so you start to you keep on analyzing yourself. Oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's so exhausting. I think just getting stuck in your head is exhausting. You're just lost in a loop. Just I think I think this is why we need to break away and this is why learning things and reading stuff and getting yourself into self-development yeah not so much into the power of reflecting all the time but self-development and being about improving yourself all the time because you end up catching yourself in those moments because a lot of these self-development stuff always talk about that self-dialogue and like what goes in your head is what's going to cycle through and keep repeating and then you need to realize uh, well this reason stemmed because i I got into a a fresh book Mm. I started reading, finally started reading The Untethered Soul. Yep. Which has been on the wish list since I think COVID last year. Yep. And I don't know, you know how it's funny? Like, I like, I, so before I get into the, what the book's about, I like how, like, even with Audible, like, I'm like, what am I, like, I got the month, monthly subscription. I'm just like, oh, like, there's so many books. And like, you're just about to purchase something, about to read something new. Like, there's like, it gets overwhelming. Like, I want to make sure if I spend my money, I want to make sure I hit it right with some informative information. Mm. You just kind of don't know, right? Yeah. So anyways, Audible, I started listening to Jordan B. Peterson because he was another wish on my wish yep. list, The 12 Rules of Life. Yep, yep. I follow him on, um, we're friends on, on Facebook, uh, on Instagram. <laughs> um, He's a wild dude. I love the way he thinks. He's very stoic. Yeah. In definitely. the sense of really like, really showing you the, embrace the negatives of life so you can shine and like really shine in the positives. Yep. When you're actually able to differentiate, uh, how do I say that word? Differentiate. Yeah, differentiate <laughs> the two worlds between the yeah. two and understand what's real and what's not real, what serves and what doesn't serve. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, and then I got The Untethered Soul by Michael B. Singer, I think it is. Mm. I'm trying to remember him because Nixon sucks when he comes down to books. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, The Untethered Soul. The Untethered Soul goes back into the first... Ch- I've only, I've only just started the first chapter, but it was just like a nice reminder of the voice in your head. Yep. And he goes, that voice in your head makes shit up. It's like, it's not even real. It's almost crazy because it's like, you play two sides of the conversation. Like you are the person talking and you're the person listening. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And you want to make, you want to make sense of that? Like you're almost like, if you were able to... If you're actually out in the street... Doing that in real life, what yeah. we know, what we do in our heads twenty four seven, you look insane. It's like playing a tennis match by yourself, but you're not playing against the wall. You're playing two players serving, it's like just hitting the ball. That's how that and is. It feels like the same amount. Like it feels like that energy. Same energy. Like you're just going, you're hitting one side and hitting and like one running side. over. Yeah, cool. I'm gonna hit it over. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, but it, just imagine the other way around. Like, all right, cool. That's your analogy for the tennis player because that's very true. Yeah. And then what about the other thing where it's like you're walking the street having a conversation with yourself out loud? <laughs> Just picture it. Yeah. You wouldn't do it. You're insane. Like it, yeah. And the things, half the things you're saying, people will look at you like, where are you coming up with that stuff? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and that was just a nice reminder about the voice in your head, like yeah, that like that consciousness that you need to wake up to and sort of like come and realize a lot of the things that we do say actually don't actually mean nothing. Mm. Like half of them aren't even real. Like mm. half the like we speak about everyone speaks about this whole like this stuff the whole time. And I think we need to free ourselves or when we get lost in a loop, he starts where I was left off that chapter, he was starting to tell you things like how you need to come out and observe that voice and let that voice just talk, but just try and look at it. Mm. And just look at it as it's just a voice. Mm. It's just a conversation. It doesn't mean anything. Because I think once we sort of get stuck 
talking back up to it is yep. where we keep ourselves awake, where we stress ourselves out, where we create these things because we all we're doing is increasing the story in our head. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then when you get when you take it down into feeling, yeah, and then just say you start feeling the story. Now you're living in the future that was never real. Yeah, yeah. Now we yeah. spoke about that real clear, but anyways, that's what I want to talk about that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it, it's like that obsessive thoughts that you have, and speaking like. I, I listened to a podcast recently. He was talk, they were talking. It was Dean Perfect's podcast, um, and they were talking to to someone regarding OCD, and it's like obviously that it was like OCD. We think it's oh cool that that's all right, that that cutlery on the table was not straight. I'm going to fix that, but it's so much more. They're just compulsions, and it's the the thought of like these loops that we. Go, that we just can't get rid of and it's like cool stop thinking and you're like you keep on thinking and you get you become enslaved to it and i it was one of those things like when you get in, and i started applying it to myself where if i find myself in a loop and i just can't like i just write it down and it's kind of like a worry they they referred it to as a worry list Cool, I'm going to worry about it for 15 minutes and I'm going to write down all my worries and then that's it, that's done. For some reason it does something because you kind of put it out, it's there and then you can just get let go of it. So that's something that I found that I can just apply to... to um, you reckon it's because you put that physical energy into it? It's almost like putting a full stop like mentally? It's transfer. Like yeah. Yeah, it's a transfer and you're able to observe it yeah in that kind of way yeah but at least you're like putting it out there so it's like because when you're in your when you're in your mind you're like oh well i think about oh well that person could think about this way and then if they think about this way then then this would happen and then then that would happen and then the loop goes on your thought your when you write it down you slow it down Mm. you slow yourself down and then you stop feeding on that because you can't even remember what the original thought was most of the time that too and you're separating yourself from it too definitely like become the observer you, you separate it after that i think that sort of creates a different kinetic shift like oh the physical like emotional and energetic shift yeah and that's where same so that's that's probably the reason why journaling works so well for people as well is that um being able to transfer your thoughts onto paper or um onto something that you write on um, is because your thoughts just race mm. constantly. Um, yeah, because you just jump in, jump in onto the next one, but then when you separate it, I think you slow it down, you actually almost look at that, not even really worries. Yeah. You're like, oh, you definitely feel like you overf- you overthought that. Yeah, and you can kind of be like, oh, that's a bit silly. That's not even that like intense. Yeah. As you only made it intense because you're still dragging off the feeling that you had the original thought from. Yeah. And you realise... It's a bit weird. It's a little bit. Um, I find it when you look at it, it's very profound. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to ex- it's hard to explain. Well, I'm sure there's people who can explain it a little bit better, but yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> but when you separate yourself from them, it's that's where you get your relief, sweet relief. Yeah. I think another thing with that too is that's why I think meditation is massive, and then learning how to relax is yeah. massive. Like learning how to relax is meditative in its own way and it's not meditative learning how to relax where you sort of know thought but relax in a sense of just turning off mm. like just almost meditative you say it is meditative but like relaxation feels a lot better than 
trying to quiet down the head in meditation. Yeah. I think when she like, anyways, but people, I reckon that's where, if people don't know how to journal. Yeah. People don't know how to meditate. People don't do breath work. Yeah. Learn how to relax. Mm. What are those things that help you relax? And yeah. then like, you get to get to that point where you can separate yourself. Sometimes it might be listening to music with your head back, sitting, laying on the lounge. Mm. That helps you, you use that. Yeah. I think with the, with the head loops too, what we need to, what we're trying to do is sort of like, it's, we need it. It's not so much, the voice is always going to go on. Mm. We get like in that voice helps us think like we can't think that, oh, because we have a voice in our head, we need to run away from every time it's getting carried away. No, that, that thing is your mate. He's a strategic, he's tactical. He's, um, he thinks he helps you. you. He's there to protect you. He's there to think in your favor. Yeah. All right. So for any opportunity or, for anything like what happens in your study, <laughs> you're mm. not going to go, oh, I swear the voice is talking to me. I better not learn. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. But it's when the voice starts creating things that make you feel uncomfortable is when you need to catch the guy. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Then that's when you realize I'm like, oh, wait, separate. This hasn't even happened. Yep. Why get lost in this story? Because mm. it's making me feel uncomfortable. So you need to learn how to pull yourself up once you're starting getting uncomfortable. And that's, and it's, it's just building a relationship with yourself as you would with anyone else. It requires communication and acceptance because we know the awareness is there, but the probably the awareness that, okay, cool. You can say, this is not serving me, mate, pull yourself up. So again, having that, like you're going to be continuously have that conversation in your head. It's going to happen. It's part of being human. It's what form and what frame of conversation you want to have with yourself, Mm. which is a choice that you get to decide. You need to learn how to not make it worse. Yeah. You need to learn once you catch yourself creating something that's making you feel uncomfortable is have that, yeah, cool, the best friend comes out. Hey, buddy, mm. it's okay. It hasn't happened yet, mate. Like, just chill out, take a breath, yeah, breathe, and let's just do what we normally do when we're feeling anxious or we're feeling high-stressed or we're feeling the pressure. We mm. flip on the music, go listen to something that you like, go for a run, go exercise right now. Whatever you're yep. doing isn't actually helping you, but learning how to have that conversation when it's sort of like that flag comes up, whoop, yep. best friend, Help me and you meant and you <laughs> tell and, me to run. Yeah, and you mentioned best friend too, because so we've all had like disagreements, blow ups, and and normally you kind of have some space and then you come back and be like, yeah, fuck, I was an idiot, that's fine. So what could that be for? What could that be for our own head? It's not like we can be like, all right, head, go away. And what I found for me and I feel like it would help other people, is just get lost in life for a bit. Like, just for me, like, real simple, just playing with Dante um, or just having a conversation with someone or just doing something that's not so serious. That's one thing, that's probably the biggest thing that I've, I've learned, I've been aware of, but just not to take myself so seriously. And not to take life so seriously. Uh, all this work that we put into is is good. It's good. But fuck, it's boring if you if that's all that your life is. Is introspective, self-reflection. It's just, it's so fucking tiring. Doing it by yourself is more exhausting. And it's very hard. I yeah. th- you know what fast tracks me when you said actually started saying that? It was actually, not the journaling, not the meditation... It's legit. Once I start saying it out loud to someone else, yeah. And as I'm saying it, it sounds stupid. Not like stupid, but to me, it's like, ah, 
like, why are you putting so much energy into this stuff that I'm saying to someone? Because mm. I, I, I'm looking at it like, oh, wait, like, yeah, no worries. You know what? Halfway through, I'm like, you know what? Sorted it out. Mm. <laughs> and she goes, no, that's all me. I want to hear the rest. I'm like, no, 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 no. So good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> the more I tell you, the more I come to realize I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. No, and that's where you... Talked about like the, the, there's there's three stages of learning that I've come across is the, there's the learning the lesson and then there's the application of it and then there's the teaching of it and normally so when you learn something you apply it to your own life and sometimes you apply it and then you get feedback that it's not working or is working and then you learn again but that teaching side of things mm. is not teaching as far as like oh this is what you have to do it's having a conversation. Sharing your experience is teaching. 100%. And at the same time, when you have a conversation that's double-ended, like with the one that we're having now, you're also the teacher and the learner at the same time. So it's, I, I guess, with, with the learning things, like, yeah, cool, it's really, it's really great that I love people taking steps to, to read books and, and really and internalise things and kind of look down and reflect. But there's so many there's two other steps to take and it's a different cycle and being aware of them. So don't get stuck in that. Apply it to your life to enrich it and live life and also share with the intention to learn and to teach or to share your story. I think that's the good thing about books too. Um, I think Will, said, um, Will Smith said it. Well, it's like um, never stop reading because the problems that you think that you have, someone's lived through them and made of like – made themselves like they got themselves out of it so it's like keep reading keep learning keep sharing keep experiencing things mm. because the problems that you think that you're having now someone's dealt with it and they came out on the other side but as long as you keep learning you will learn those experiences and those teachings where and sometimes you learn mm. things before you even like then um i think it's um james clear he yep. goes um sort of be a student and be an observer of someone else yep Watch yep. their mistakes, so you don't have to. You don't have to do them. Yeah, like see where they succeed and don't go through their mistakes. Yeah, that's why you have to be the student. is very important. Keep learning, keeping yourself open, keep yourself vulnerable, keep mm. yourself ready for a new experiences. It's really going to level you up. At the same time, too, it actually might even save you from making mistakes or mm. help you when you have made them. And that's one thing too that I've, like you mentioned, reading's really good, but man. At the moment, I don't like reading. Like, at the moment, I don't. I've found that I'm an auditory uh, auditory learner. Like, I love listening to things. Um, hence, probably the reason why we do this podcast, because for me, I love listening to podcasts, and, I, you know, I love that format. It really allows you, I think a voice too, a really, like feeling emotion and all that type of stuff really allows you to paint a picture for your imagination oh, yeah. to explore the possibilities of whatever yeah. you need to hear. Or feel, and that's the thing that I got stuck with. Is like, oh, I got to meditate, got to do that. Thank, I'm gonna be so open and honest. I haven't meditated in so long. I haven't. I I very rarely journal these days. I maybe read a little bit of uh, read read a little bit um, every week. I do study quite a bit. Like in the that's coaching. Still, that's still, I think when that study course that yeah. very um takes a lot of reading and listening and yeah learning. yeah and I, I i agree but i, I think the point that i was uh, I'm, I'm getting to is i stopped 
listening to what people say you should like with the with the context of you should do this to oh fuck I'm just going to do whatever I want because I'm enough to do what I want to do not follow someone else's way of living and that it would that that that's freeing because I'm like oh because and that shows certainty they said that I have to do this well they might not even it's it's something that I like they're like oh yeah no I'm doing this and that like I should be doing that if I want to be better mm. I should be doing that yeah it's like well you shouldn't like you should do what you want that's the cool thing about listening and reading and all of it everything's up for interpretation yeah it's up to what you want it to be yeah you know what I mean like I listen to a lot of things and I'm, I'm glad of fuck if I was to listen, if I was to do everything I listen to fuck yeah that would be a cyborg yeah 100% and you'd be living someone else's life yeah or a mix of other people's lives which like where does that fucking leave you yeah where's that space for you I guess that's the thing of when you listen to all these podcasts and, and like even our one take the bits and pieces you don't have to be doing you know you don't have to be doing everything um that other someone else does if it excites you then do it doesn't I think it. that's a great advice if it excites you and yeah. that and that wonderment comes in yeah. I'm like that's what you should do yeah but if it doesn't excite you don't force it in because it's not going to feel natural you're not going to like it you're yeah. not going to vibe with it I think that's why we get to the point where you don't read books anymore because it doesn't get you excited mm. like me I haven't I stopped reading for a while too just because I was doing a lot of other things mm. and now I'm excited to read again because yeah. I got that love for it it makes me excited it like now I'm going back into it. But yeah, that's a perfect, that's a great advice. Mm. If it makes you excited, do it. Yeah. And then those things, and also what I found is I I beat myself up because I'm like, oh, that re- I really like that. But then I, it gets a bit lackluster. And then you, I start to be like, oh, fuck, you're just not committed. I do apply it. And if it feels easy, I keep doing it. But if yeah. it starts feeling hard, I'm still like, hmm. Yeah, I'm like okay, I guess it's not fitting in with my life where it is right now. And uh, yeah, if you can't, don't judge yourself if it doesn't maintain the same excitement yes. that it used to. Yes, and be like, oh, cool, reevaluate, sweet, because the things that you're not excited to do, and you keep on doing, like yeah, cool. There's so many things that we have to do. We have to pay bills. Cool. That's not saying that. Don't get me started on bills. <laughs> I'm not saying that just because you, you know making bills doesn't doesn't excite you. Don't do it. I'm saying that these are the parts that we have to do so there's so many things that don't excite us in the world why add more shit to it yeah why add more shit that doesn't excite you because of a choice that you get to make but there is another catch 22 of that yeah because I've done, i'm doing a lot of things that never made me excited now are exciting yeah so just it all depends on where you are in your life mm. it all depends on your evolution where you at what point of time in your life in this timeline that you're currently living mm. is going to determine your excitements again because like Ask me five years ago if I was going to be running. Yeah, I would have told you to smoke it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now my now my, <laughs> now my glutes are smoked. Five years forward, my glutes are smoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your little peaches. My little peaches. <laughs> but I, I guess um, I, just thinking about like what excites me. Like I'm super excited. Um, super excited for the things that I got in the future coming like things the position that i'm going to put myself in and won't go into the details of it but for a very long time 
uh, I think I spoke about it in the podcast, I associated my um, mental ill health with hospitality. I thought they were intertwined one and the same. So from that, that's probably compelled me to look at different other th- different things, which was now which I discovered, which was coaching. And I was casting blame onto hospitality for for my mental ill health. Um, and through the coaching, I realized and applying these thi- uh, applying these different models and these ways of thinking on myself, I discovered that I was that would. Blame and, and, and judgment is below the line thinking where as a consequence of that, I live in a life of effect. So that happens, but so I am this, where I should be accepting that I am the cause because I make, the, I make my decisions in my life which create the effect. I think people forget that. Like that's one thing that I remind myself all the time is that I am the creator of my world. 100%. I, every choice, every decision I make is is a is a is creating my surrounding, my environment. Mm. So now, for my biggest thing from all this type of stuff is making sure I make the best choices. Mm. Like where where I started and looking at when, when we first started talking about, yeah, I know it's not that I had ill health, but it was like I know I could make better choices mm. if I really understood what I wanted. Yeah. Like that is part of it. You have to, but you have to realize, I think once you really embrace that you are the cause, mm. you start realizing you're the creator. Once you realize you're the creator, you start realizing you can do, you can have whatever you want. Because it takes as much energy to create the things that you regard as negative than it does the positive. Actually, it probably takes even less energy to do the things of, to create the things that are more positive in your life. Yeah, 100%. That's the funny thing too, but like, you can be whatever you want to be. Mm. Like right now, we're these like this is us, but we can be astronauts. Mm. We just have to make a choice to say that we're going to space. Yeah, and then we have to do every step that takes us to space. Yeah, and every decision that we make is like, is this going to take me to space? Yeah. Yes, I'm going to do it. Yeah, is this going to take me to space? I'm going to do it. Eventually, we'll get there. Mm. But that's the thing; it's all a choice, a decision that you make. Definitely. And that's a, and you have to come and you have to realize you are the cause of every choice that you make. And then you can create whatever you want. If like legit, I could actually be an astronaut if I put my ass to the fucking grass right now. Mm. But that's the choice I need to make. Yeah. Like this is where people need to realize I'm like being the cause, th- being the person who thinks that they are the cause of everything that happens in their life. Yeah. Is it's very empowering. it's empowering and liberating at the same time too. Now it's like that wonderment and endless possibilities kick in because I'm like, cool, if I'm thinking big, like going to space, mm. like I'm sure you can be something, whatever you want to be. It doesn't even have to be as grand as that idea. And it yeah. makes things look more achievable now. Right, 100%. And that's where, you know, you're talking about, we talk about excitement and the things in the future is I, I found that, you know, separating the mental Ill, Ill health with hospitality, being able to separate that, I'm like, hospitality i really enjoy hospitality and i'm like okay cool who are who who am am i in that and i'm like well i'm someone who really loves creating growth as well as experience um for people to enjoy their life and and now it's like okay cool why what do i want to do with it and it's now i'm like well i want to be able to I have a pain point 
which was um like really wanting to improve like I, I wasn't the leader that I wanted to be and I wasn't surrounded by I was surrounded by good leaders and stuff but hospitality and business operations is caught in such a a structure and a a, a, a a framework which doesn't empower the employee which doesn't and even even holds you could take that to a lot of places of employment but yes yeah, continue 100% i think yeah. it applies but i will always speak in my lane what yeah. i what i believe and for the employer they are also run enslaved by feeling like they have to work in especially in hospitality oh the cool they're trading their time and so much more time for for money and just to get ahead and it's tiring and then you get jaded people in hospitality so what excites me is a prospect that I can through my coaching and through my knowledge and in my experience in hospitality I can actually coach mentor and consult businesses to create a better way and better structure better systems better plan so that way work-life balance is there because they're one in the same because your business is a reflection of who you are and you are no longer wearing a mask you're just wearing a hat so yeah this is still me but this is the responsibility of me as a restaurant owner so my my goal is to have a business in which I can facilitate someone's growth and development in building a more a better future in leadership in hospitality. So I'm working towards that. I think that's a secret recipe for life, but mm. able to, because people are going to realize, even this is, we could say this to business owners, you're going to make sure your business fits into your lifestyle. Mm. It's not two separate things. Like if you're able to merge the two, yeah. you know, they say like, if you're doing something that you love, mm. it's never like you never work for the rest yeah, of your life, right? that there is that goes transitions emotionally physically and mentally yeah if you're feeling at, almost at peace with like the way you live yep you have that nice balance you're actually able to sustain that feeling of happiness you know yeah. what i mean because you feel more content with your life and then that work that work um that balance that you're saying that you had before is ideal yeah like that's what we should be striving for and i think where people business owners get mixed up is where they try and put two and two separate yep. Or they do three separate things. Yep. Like family, work, and then um, their personal. It needs yep. to be all. I understand. I'm not saying. Same. I'm not saying that. Yeah, cool. Work with your work with your missus and have your have your kids in the kitchen. I'm saying that they are one in the same. Whereas you are the common denominator, mm. and you are <clears throat> doing the job in a way that reflects who you are, as opposed to conforming to what might be acceptable, and. That's where now that I've answered that question of what I want to do, I'm like, cool, what are the opportunities and experience and what's going to put me in the best environment to get me to that place? So what do I, what can I be in a better student environment? So, you know, I've got a role coming up which allows me to build and build people up and create experiences and be and build up a you know, build up a business. Um and I'm back. I'm back in hospitality. Yeah. Whereas I can't wait for free drinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just like, like I, go, I, go to, I go to I go to the doors like Nixon working. There's <laughs> his day off today. I'm like I'll come back on. Saturday. <laughs> and she goes, oh, there's I go there's happy hour. I'm like nah, I wait for Nixon. <laughs> I'm <a> tight off. <laughs> and and that's like and looking back, say 
three months, I'd be like, oh yeah, I was like, fuck, I hate hospitality. The resistance is real. There's a lot of things I was the same too, but yeah, like, well, you, yeah, you're like, I guess there was a bit of re- resistance for you, like about therapy going going back into your um, what you do and what you do for other people as far as the therapy wise. There was a bit of did you find a bit of resistance of going back into that? Yeah, well, I got to because I got myself into a place where I was working on the business. Well, not yeah. so much. I was very heavily involved, but yeah. it was just that doing the other realm. Like I always wanted to get back into the therapy game, and I always wanted to go back and open things up. But I didn't want to come back. In not saying I was doing it in the way I started, but I didn't want to go back into that role just because it's so physical. It's so demanding. Mm. It's it really takes a not so much now, but it was just the this just this idea that I where I left it. Yeah, and my feelings towards it, and also I was like, "Thank fuck, I stopped that!" Like, yeah, just because it was so demanding, so demanding, so demanding. Yep. That once I cut myself from that energetically, all I can remember was the demand. Yep. Not so much the love for it. Yeah. I mean, not the not the everything that gives me empowerment from helping people. Like I love helping people. Yeah. So right now I'm in that point where I'm like seeing that beautiful, all that skill and knowledge and all that stuff, all that stuff that I have, I've learned over the years through that. Yep. Um, but yeah, just go and feel like I'm going, always going backwards. And I never really did go backwards. Yeah. Um, I'm going upwards from here on out. Well, you're out. moving towards something. Yeah, massively. But it was just that simple fact of just like the resistance to take action in that step because I just didn't, I don't know, I just had a lot of emotion still attached to like you were saying with hospitality. You have, mm. Not that you had hate, but you had a resentment to it. 100%. There was definitely resentment. Yeah. And it was just more like, yeah, it's just a fact of just how demanding it was, how physical it is and how like how much more of myself am I going to have to give because life's quite wild right now. Like we've yeah. got a lot of hats on. Like we yeah. spoke about it before. We've got a lot of hats on. I'm like to step into that role. Yeah. That's going to be my most taxing. Mm. But once I sort of embraced it, looked at it differently, shifted my mind because like I said, now I'm working towards something. Mm. It's only a short term thing. Yeah. You get me? Like I still be heavily involved like that because I am great at what I do, but it's just what I need to do for now. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, and saying that once I sort of let go of the shackles of the resentment towards it, I started actually not worrying about the demand because I wanted to be demanded. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then once I started being like embracing being demanded, then I was like, cool. Now I'm embracing like the help, like being of service to people. All the opportunities. Yeah. The opportunities. The, and then just stepping into my, it just, it's always great helping people, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's one of those things that I forget how much I actually help because it's mm-hmm. not so much the physical like to me, like once I give someone confidence physically, yeah, like through their movement, yeah, how that transitions into their mental because if they if their body can feel like they can do something, mm. that means I've changed the way their mind thinks because they believe they can do it now. Yeah, where does that transition go through if they're always feeling good? Yeah, physically. Yeah, now they're just going to keep thinking they can keep reaching for more, keep yeah. achieving more, keep striving for more, and that's one of the things that I do. Like I'm really good at like giving people confidence and that's and that's also the thing it's not just like the application of hands on skin or just like people should take some of mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you got plenty to give bro yeah yeah um but people um it's not just like your your treatments aren't just that it's that's not the totality of it. it's just not hands the skin or the therapy that you do it's also the fat chats fat juicy chats that you have with people 
you know, the communication. It's not just you serving in the way of, like, cool, I, I do this. And that's where you talk about the confidence thing. It's the communication, the chats that we have. And I think that's most the, probably the most important thing uh, and something that we have in common is it's not, like, cool, manage, being able to manage and being able to lead and um, in hospitality and apply those skills. Yeah, cool, that's cool. But it's the conversations that we get to have while doing it that I feel have the best service. Mm. I, like, thoroughly enjoy empowering people. Yeah. Like, even when we're, I'm coaching at the gyms. Yep. I'm, like, I'm constantly trying to make people feel good. Yeah. Like, if that's even through humor, yep. a compliment, or just general chit-chat. Yep. Or just asking about their lives. Yep. And just telling them that they're fucking amazing. yeah, yeah. Like, no matter how little it is, if something that I've, like, even if it's something, I do it even more so if it's something that I never imagined myself doing, mm-hmm. but I can see the attraction to it all the, I'm like, wow. I'm like, I you're, can see how you're I'm excited. I'm like, you are impressive. Just letting you know, you are impressive. Yeah. And they're like, they get thrown back by that because like no one ever says anything like mm-hmm. that to them. Yeah. And it's like, well, Mr. Confidence over here. <laughs> <laughs> telling them that I think they're impressive is, yeah. is, is something nice and we should all be doing that. That's the power of just telling someone that, hey, you're better than you think you are. Yeah. Not even saying that. I'm not, they're not, I pre- they're not even thinking down about themselves, but I'm like, hey, I'm letting you know I see it. Yeah. I see how great you are. Yeah. Let you know that. I reckon that's a good takeaway as far as, like you could be doing what you're doing. You could either enjoy it. You know, you could, like, could be on the way to doing something bigger. It could be on your way to the next thing. But right now you can choose what conversations that you have. And those conversations, as we know, can make or break our day. So I think it's the, the conversation that you have. Make cho- choose to have the one that's going to make your day. Choose um, the one that's going to serve. Yeah, definitely. Keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. Like, don't dish it. Yeah. Don't dish it if you can't take it. Yeah. And definitely just walk around and just give people some fucking kindness. Mm. I agree. I agree. Is there anything else that you had to share, sir? Oh, there's plenty we can say. <laughs> we'll save it for another time. I was actually meant to drop something in here today, but I was like, you know what? That conversation just went yeah, into, into Wonderland with us. But yeah. um, I'll share that next time. Just, But I will say a little takeaway before we go. It's just, yeah, watch what you say to people. Your words, yeah. your words have power. Your words have a lot of... They cast spells on other people, more so on yourself as well. Yeah, whatever you say comes back to yourself. So make sure they're good things that you're saying to people. I yeah. think that's why that's why I mainly said keep your opinions to Opinion yourself. yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and just yeah, show as much love as you can in every conversation that you can. And it's not it's not hard to do. Yeah. And if it is hard to do, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything. Keep it to yourself until you learn how to. Yeah. And it's as easy as saying, "Hey, you look great. Hey, you're shining. Or hey, um, you're funny. Yeah. You know what I mean. You make my day. Yeah. Simple. They're not hard. Yeah. I agree. Go make someone's day. Come yeah. on, guys. Get it. All right, love you. Until next time. Bye.